Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. everybody. Welcome back to Soul Speak with Jenny Israel and welcome back for your Soulful Sunday Energy Forecast. I hope you all are coming off of a wonderful Thanksgiving long weekend and that you were able to have a little bit of time for rest and rejuvenation and hopefully some family time and a little bit of extra energy for going into this next week because I think we're going to need it. (laughs) For those of you who didn't catch the podcast that I did yesterday with Charlene Lawrence, Uh, We talked about the astrology of the upcoming eclipse season and some of that information might be helpful um, for you to go back and take a listen uh, for some of the things that we're going to talk about for this week because we certainly are kicking off the week with the energy of the lunar eclipse which uh, comes in tomorrow. Now the thing about astrological events is it's never isolated to the day on the calendar when we see the eclipse occur. It has different effects on different areas of the globe depending on where it shows up and it also has a pre-shadow phase and a post-shadow phase so some of the effects start to come in before the event itself and so We are actually looking at a full week of energy that is around this lunar eclipse and the full moon that is connected to it. So for those of you who understand the energy of the full moon, it is a time of illumination into the shadow and into the darkness so we know what to release, what old patterns are coming up to be healed, and how we can make space for those new beginnings that are attempting to you know, begin their process as we move into the waning moon uh, going towards the, the new moon. This full moon is a lunar eclipse and we talked a lot about this on the podcast yesterday, how we're moving into a deeper uh, part of the shadow and how we have some different dynamics playing into that. Uh, one being relationships for sure inside of Gemini energy but also the Gemini energy that's coming in has to do with ourselves as well the two sides of ourselves and we're, we're going to be looking at some of that we're also going to be looking at the release cycle and interestingly enough the polarity of balance that's coming in at the same time now the reason why the word balance feels a little funny for the week is because the eclipse season and this energy of what we're moving into is there's a lot of clearing that goes on and inside of that there can be a lot of confusion. Charlene talked about that yesterday, uh, this air of confusion. And that certainly is coming up inside of uh, the reading for today. I I did a 
already go ahead and pull the cards um, that I'm going to be reading for this week's forecast uh, to get a feeling for the energy that wanted to come through from spirit. And we got a little bit of this and a little bit of that. We're going to navigate through this. But I do think that the major theme here is the balance. Okay, so we'll look at that as like as the scales. And the Justice card is actually one of the ones that came up. And it happens to be a number 11 card in the in the deck that I pulled it from. Um, and that particular deck is called the First Light Tarot, which is, it's all pictures of the cosmos, uh, nebulas and star systems, and which, you know, I, I felt was appropriate since, you know, we are moving into eclipse season. But what was interesting about it was that I also got this very strong feeling of galactic energy. And so for those of you who that might be new to you, the galactic energy is very much our friends out there, out in the stars. And lots and lots of messages, uh, an increased load of messages coming in from the galactic family in our celestial family. Recently, I'd say over the last few weeks, I, I feel those connections becoming stronger and stronger all the time. It's definitely this benevolent feeling of support, these other energies watching over our planet and helping in the decision-making process uh, when it comes to humanity and to the health of the earth. And so I never see it as a, as a scary energy. In fact, it feels very supportive and very big, very high, very high vibrational um, when this comes in. And what was kind of funny, because spirit has a very cute sense of humor sometimes is that in my head when I started to pull the cards from the first light deck to see how we would start out our reading what I was hearing in my head was the theme song to the x-files which I'm like haha that's very funny um, but it was the you know that the tagline for that show which is the truth is out there and so I found that really interesting because a lot of what uh, Charlene was talking about the movement into this eclipse season and then at the end of December this movement into Jupiter into Aquarius so it's like we're moving into this place to begin a new layer of the search for truth and truth maybe on a deeper level than we've ever navigated and truth can be very personal there's lots of level of levels of truth. Truth can be very, very personal based on our own belief systems, what we were brought up inside of, the different kinds of input and information that we're bringing in um, that we perceive as truth. So, and and then based on our experiences and the own life that we've lived, those resume of life experiences does create an element of truth for us. What's interesting about personal truth is that this personal truth is created through stories. And sometimes those stories uh, have vibrations in them that we are meant to learn from and grow from, but not stay inside of. It's like finishing a really good book and allowing yourself to read the final words of the end and putting it down and moving on to the next story. 
instead of just staying inside the same story and going back into old chapters and rereading old chapters and you know it, I think that that can be very cathartic inside of healing journeys because we can look back on, you know, this is what it's about, like diving into inner child work, right? We're, we're looking backwards in our story and exploring potential things that may have happened that, you know, we're looking to heal today. And that can be very productive to a point, when we continue to dive backwards into our story and just we're recycling through old truths, it makes it very difficult to create space in our lives to start new things and potentially have new perspectives and new truths come in. And truth has been a big topic in a lot of the things I've been talking about over the course of the last couple of months. It's a theme that has been reoccurring and it's not surprising. I mean, 2020 was supposed to be a year of perfect vision, right? It us to discover and see new levels of truth that perhaps we have not seen before. But that also means seeing things that maybe we've never seen before or never even considered which you know brings us to where we are now in 2020 where we've kind of had a lot of our old stories blown to pieces because now there's all of these new potentials um, that are being presented to us and we're having to reconsider a lot of our old beliefs and maybe choosing brand new ones I mean that really look nothing like the old ones and so what I found interesting about these first couple of cards inside of this opening uh, to eclipse season was that they both are vibrations of the one. So the first card I pulled was source and that is a one card. It is aligned with the number 19. Um, When you take that apart, it adds up one plus nine adds to 10, which is your one vibration. And then the second card I pulled inside of the first light deck was the 11 card of justice and so here we are back with that the 11 vibration but when we reduce it to a one when we're looking at the single number one we're looking at a new a new beginning the start of a new cycle and so I do feel like that's appropriate this week Um, we are starting the, the month of December this week. So we are starting a new month. Um, We are also starting a new eclipse cycle and we're starting that with a lunar eclipse, which means that we are cleaning the slate. We're in a release cycle. So we really do have the opportunity to come in with a fresh start. And the recommendation of any time we're going into a time where we are going into release, we are dipping into the shadow, we are experiencing emotions of grief, potentially fear, resistance. We start to go into a place of doubt. Um, we lose our grip on trust and faith. And we can go into a place of feeling a little helpless. And even though we might be fully aware inside of our rational mind that letting go of these things that are trying to complete a cycle might be the best thing for us, saying goodbye to them and letting them go can be quite difficult. And we don't like change. However, change is the only constant we have in our lives. And the cycle of death and rebirth is part of change. And so... 
when we le when we're full going into a full moon, usually the time period leading up to that has been a revelation time, a period of revelation. So, you know, we're we're being shown things that aren't working. We're being shown things that are coming to an end. We're being shown things that need a cycle um, to come to a close because we've got new things that are going to be trying to come in. And instead of going into a place of resistance and fear and doubt, we are being asked to go into a place of trust and faith into the heart space where love and light reside. And if we can stay in this place as we travel through this period of shadow, that we can be our own candle in the darkness. That going into the shadow does not have to be uh, a scary thing to do. And that inside of that, we are able to find some clarity we're able to kind of complete the the whole picture of the puzzle by being able to visit both sides of the issue, both sides of truth, gathering information that brings us into balance. And justice is often shown the scales. It aligns with the, the sign of Libra. But inside of those scales, trying to figure out um, we're weighing all sides right? And, and being able to come to a decision that hopefully would be a, uh, a resolution point. And because we can come to that decision-making process. And sometimes actually making and committing to the decision can be difficult for us to do because of the commitment that we feel inside of that. Like some people really shy away from committing. Um, they get stuck in the weighing process. And, you know, we are being asked to, to pause right now and to weigh things out and to look at both sides, um, to figure out where our balance comes into play. And that is learning how to be very discerning and to not jump to conclusions, to let things reveal themselves so you can have all different levels of evidence all different forms of thinking, which is what we call holographic thinking. Holographic thought is a combination of um, analytical thought, rational thought, emotional thought. It's kind of a, a combination of all perspectives coming together to create more of that holographic way of thinking. So you can kind of see all things from a 3D or 4D perspective. And this is where our verdicts come from. It's, it is that deliberation process. And so, you know, we're, we're being asked to go into this um, and to not be hasty in our decision making um, that, you know, it's we can be inside of a deliberation process via choice that it doesn't necessarily mean we're stuck. It just means that maybe there's still things that need to be seen. Uh, need to be heard, need to be learned. And so it does appear that going into this week, potentially we're going to start to have some of those experiences that provide us with new information, new perspectives, new ways of looking at things, thinking about things, feeling our way through things, and, you know, going one level deeper. 
it does appear that you know this is not just a you and I situation the fact that this was coming in through the cosmic cards leads me to think like this is a global thing okay and and Charlene was talking about that as well these this eclipse season is about the collective it's just it's not just about our experience inside of it it is our experience connected to the collective and so this does seem to be a global a global time and for those of you who understand the galactic connection to our planet it's like these overseers or these guardians of earth um, you know which we are also guardians of our planet but from the higher sense you know God is a, a guardian of our planet or it's that source energy our 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 spirit guides that help with the earth, the galactic family that's helping with the earth. It's like everybody's coming into the courtroom at the same time. So some really important decisions can be made um, about our new earth and how we're going to get there and what needs to be revealed. So I feel like we really are stepping into a really important time and this week is the gateway to that. The next cards that I pulled come from a deck called the Akashic Tarot and I was drawn to this deck because of the fact that I do feel that what we are going through right now is very karmic. Um, we are in the process of releasing a lot of things. You know, these are these are things that I've also talked about in previous um, podcasts and YouTube videos that I've done where I talk about the vibration of the eight and how inside of that vibration of the eight. Um, which is, you know, our ability to co-create and have material abundance in our three-dimensional world to like be, be able to bring those things into form. We are really closing some cycles right now. We're coming to the end of some cycles and sometimes we can't close close a deal until all of the stuff is on the table right like we've got to really comb through um, with a fine-tooth comb those contracts the the semantics inside of contracts you know really making sure that we are are seeing every dynamic of what we're about to go into so once again we can discover really the deeper sense of truth inside of that and so we're starting to go into our shadow and really look at it in a very different way than I think we ever have and so the the cards that came up inside of the Akashic Tarot I also found really interesting um, both cards came up came out of the deck upside down um, which I did check with my pendulum we are looking at the reversal meaning of these cards I always like to check that um, so the the first card that came out is the number 20 card and it is will wisdom and mind and it's it's interesting that it's you know will wisdom and mind we're, we're looking at a lot of mental energy inside of that um, that balance and you know we're breaking into the age of information and the age of communication you know from an astrological perspective we're looking at breaking into this age of Aquarius energy it's all about our you know our God self and how we're receiving information how we're processing that information where that information is coming from being able to find balance inside of that our own true true north our own truth inside of that and being very comfortable with our truth versus someone else's truth that that we can live in harmony there 
you know, this unification is really what humanity is looking for instead of this incredible division that we've been experiencing. So I'm actually just going to read to you what the book says about this particular card in its reversed state. At this time, your authority may be diminished, and there might even be a loss of position. You may feel like your talents, energies, and even your higher guides are missing in some way. Fire does not burn downward, and water doesn't flow up. You've been spinning your wheels, overthinking things, and going around and around the same issues with very little clarity about what's next. Though it still might be a time of great activity, much of that action can seem futile and repetitive. Nonetheless, the coat of arms of the Isle of Man flies high, sharing its message that however you land, you will stand, even in these difficult times. So take a step back and don't try to fight the forces at hand. Get out of your own head do what you can to reconnect with your higher guides. Your outer influence may be diminished right now because your crown has been toppled, but your strength and authority have now become the foundation upon which a build you will build anew. You can bring mental, emotional, and physical balance back into your life by working with the exquisite and powerful energies depicted in this card. The more you become aware of these forces within, within you, the sooner the right flow of energy will return. So the Akashic Force prayer for this card is the power, heart, and mind of God dwell within you. Close your eyes and feel these divine forces. Your energy grows, your heart overflows with love, and your mind is as boundless as the sky. Feel yourself expand to limitlessness. So once again, we're touching back to source. Okay, so we're being driven back to our God self once again instead of the ego. So my feeling is that this card is very much talking about the fall of the ego its dominance, its its place at the king's table as like the dominating force, the I'm going to tell you what you should be doing, um, the old way of thinking. It's a very um, patriarchal kind of structure. Um, and it is about there being this singular force that this voice that tells us all what to do and we all fall in line. And, you know, for ages this has been very much driven by ego and we're starting to feel these systems fall apart and I think a lot of us are feeling a little bit lost and a little bit confused because we're so used to looking at that position and our position inside of it um, as our go-to. It's like those external forces telling us what to do. And suddenly that's not really sitting right with us anymore. And so we're having to go inside to see ourselves as, um, the, the authority figure. And some of us are a little uncomfortable with that because we're not exactly sure where we stand with some things. And if we even have the authority to make a choice in some of these situations. And for some of you, the life might be coming in and making these choices for you. Um, and, putting you in a position where you have to move in a new direction because something's been taken away. So this is one way as when we are procrastinating, you know, our guides will come in and and start to um, bring into form what we really have been attracting in, which is the need for change. Um, but because we took a little too long, sometimes the universe just creates change. And so this is what happens when we're in resistance. This card is also about, you know, telling us we've been in resistance of change for too long. 
And that's what the, the ego keeps us in that place. The ego is also part of our shadow. It makes us feel small. It's like these old survival skill sets, these old methods of protection that were created long, long ago for us by our ego um, in order to keep us safe from trauma or hurt or, you know, difficult situations that we don't want to go through again. We create these old thought forms that say, you're not good enough, so don't do that thing. And we stay small and stay safe back here, then we're not taking risks and we're not putting ourselves out there to be vulnerable or get hurt. Um, But then we get trapped in the place of ego, which is also where fear lives, where resistance lives. And then we're unable to grow in the direction that we need to go. And so we often do get trapped in very repetitive self-sabotage patterns because of that. And so we are seeing this inside of this card showing up and keeping in mind that you might be seeing this inside of your own life right now as things start to fall apart so you can make room for new things, new levels of faith, new levels of trust. Sometimes we don't look up to source until we're on our knees. And collectively, we are being brought to our knees again as well. So it really is very profound to think about this, um, that we're kind of moving into a new level of ground zero Um so we potentially can start building something new. So this was the, the first card that came out. And then the second card that popped out of the deck with Ar- was Archangel Michael. And I was like, oh my God, yes, we need you. <laughs> we need you, our warrior, our protection angel. But he also came out upside down. So let's take a look at what that means. When Michael comes to your reading reversed, it's a sign that you need to reconnect to your real power source. Michael is a channel of divine force, and this card reversed indicates a growing feeling of loss and weakness, spiritually, mentally, and elsewhere. One or more areas of your life may be affected, and you may find yourself in situations where you just don't know what to do or how to take the initiative to do it. If so, it's time to consider all ways you can start to take your power back. Let go of your old perceptions of limitation. Replace them with new thoughts and words that remind you of your God strength. Take action on your own behalf. When you do the things that you love, you tap the power to make yourself happy. Your soul longs for you to move from timid to truly empowered. Remember that Michael can share his courage with you and make that happen. Akashic Force Prayer, close your eyes and sense Archangel Michael's approach. Begin to feel the force of your own courage and strength grow within you, making you ready to take action with confidence and peace. Feel the power that fills every part of you now. So being a light worker, I see this as... It's coming at me from a couple of different dimensions. I mean, the first dimension is coming to me and is just a total validation of everything that I just said. Everything that Spirit's coming in to present as, you know, this age that we're going into where we're going to be questioning more than ever. We're going to be doubting our old belief systems more than ever. Um, You know, trying to consider this new information that's coming in and that we need to be going into our God self to figure out 
how we feel about these things, where is our truth inside of this barrage of information and, you know, different things that are coming at us, the changes that are happening, um, the this confusion that we're feeling, um, the vibrations of the ego that are really coming up, rising up right now um, inside of the shadow work and the inner child work we're all doing. It's, we've never felt more vulnerable and inside of that we can get very afraid to make decisions because it's uncharted territory and we're all there together we are doing something new this is a new frontier so it is about going within and finding that courage and calling on our celestial family to be there for us you know, I talked about this about, I don't know, a couple of days ago, I think I, when I did an IGTV video, I was talking about this, um, this vibration of pulling in um, new relationships, uh, new energy inside of relationships. And this is also inside of the Gemini dynamic, um, where we are using relationships to mirror our challenges and our accomplishments and that some of us might have experienced this pulling in of this new tribe this new soul tribe and that you know these families of light are being drawn together to get us through this time where we are like like Archangel Michael it's and this is I really resonate with this as a light worker of having to put on our armor, put on our helmets, put on our boots and go out onto the battlefield. It's like, it's time to get dirty. <laughs> and, you know, from the light worker's perspective, it's our time. It's our time. Like this is when, this is why we came. We came to do this work. And it is very much that feeling of it's time to suit up and show up and the, the the summoning of that power has to come from within we have to find that power we've got to find our inner courage we've got to find our inner light we've got to relish in our gifts in our achievements so even inside of times where we're feeling small and we're not really sure what to do because this is a new frontier we go back into our accomplishments we go back into the areas in our lives where we have experience success and we tap into those wells we can do it we have done it and we will do it again and so here we are we're in this space as a collective where we have to rally together to go into this place where we're supporting one another finding our power going into our god self with our swords held high and fighting for the highest good of all things and trying to discover what the new truth looks like inside of this Archangel Michael is a wonderful, wonderful energy to call in. Um, what I love about this card is he's actually got this little girl dressed in blue um, and this other little boy dressed in blue under his arms, under his wings. Um, and I do think that that very much represents where we are right now, right? We're like in that shadow with our little selves trying to establish uh, a new vibration of strength and innocence at the same time where we can be light and love but we can also be perseverance and we can be courage and we can be confidence um, so you know it's he's coming in to not just embrace us uh, at this level of our lives what we're going through he's coming in to comfort and protect the inner child as well so the final card that I was asked to you know spirit 
asked me to draw from, um, or the deck rather, was my Halloween Oracle, which I'm like, okay, that's really interesting. We're going to look at the Halloween Oracle. Now, the Halloween Oracle is very much appropriate when we're looking at shadow work, but I also found it very interesting that we're pulling a we're pulling cards and talking about um, this upcoming week when we have a full moon um, on the 30th and the lunar eclipse. And the last time we had a full moon was on Halloween. So I found that, you know, it's, it's just a, a fun little sense of humor again of spirit bringing us full circle and using some fun imagery to just reinforce where we're at right now. And so the card that I pulled was the jack-o'-lantern card. And the jack-o'-lantern card represents protection. Now, I'm going to go ahead and read to you from the book because I found the history of the jack-o'-lantern very interesting. I, I didn't realize where or why it was even done in the first place. So let's read a little bit about the jack-o'-lantern. Halloween wouldn't be the same without the carving of pumpkins into scary jack-o'-lanterns. Glowing menacingly from our porches, dinner tables, and porches everywhere, the jacks actually have a rich history and a spiritual bent. Their original term for the jack-o'-lantern was the will-o'-the-wisp, which is an old British term. The will-o'-the-wisp was a small bundle of sticks used as a flame or torch. The Celts, the Irish, and those living in the Scottish Highlands all carved winter vegetables, not just pumpkins, but also parsnips, carrots, and beets. The time around Halloween was, of course, when the fae and the goblins were said to be roaming wild, and so the lanterns were intended to be both scary, to scare off the undesirable, and to light the way in the dark. Today, carving pumpkin jack-o'-lanterns has become an art in itself and a true icon of Halloween. Intricate designs, both scary and funny, can be found in almost every home that celebrates the holiday. Both electric lights and candles now illuminate the inside of the lanterns. Know that you are protected and that you are capable of creating the life that you want and that the universe supports you in this should Jack shine his light upon you. Boundaries are important to teach people how to treat us and drawing this card indicates that you may wish to renew the ones you have or to establish new ones. And I find this really beautiful because it is a reflection of a shadow time, but it shows us again the light within the light within the shadow, that we can go into those dark places and hold our own light inside of the shadow and illuminate all of the beautiful gifts that are there. Because inside that space, we, yes, we can discover wounds and we can discover darkness, you know, places that need to be healed. But we all get also get to see an entirely new facet of ourselves that perhaps we haven't discovered. And as you guys know, I've said it many, many times that I love the analogy of the Star Wars trilogy, the last one of Rey combining her... Um, her dark side being the the ancestor of the Sith Lords and the way of the of the um, Jedi and combining those powers to ultimately save the universe so there is the reason we're dipping in and going even further down into the darkness is because there's still work to do and we need to own the power that's on both sides of ourselves and that inside of this process to not hesitate to 
to call out to our guides and, and our celestial families for support and for protection and to help us maintain that inner light that's going to guide us through the darkness. And when we feel that our light is starting to go out, to call in Archangel Michael and to have him help support us in that journey so we can truly find our inner strength, our inner courage, so we can come out with that sword and be ready to go. So that was the final card for this particular reading. And my feeling is that we may have some challenges ahead, but we ultimately are on the search for truth. And inside of that, the ultimate truth, finding our partnership with God and finding our God self. So as we go into this week, as we're confronted with whatever it is that we are working out, we can go into this lunar eclipse inside of this full moon. And just like I talked about in the podcast yesterday with Charlene, you know, what can we do to support ourselves in this process? So it is part of the decision-making process, right, of what it is that we're going to set an intention to release. And so going back over the last couple of weeks, and seeing what's coming up for you, but also reconnecting potentially with challenges that you may have been going through in June because the last lunar eclipse was in June. So what was going on globally? What were you dealing with inside of your own life? What was closing inside of that lunar cycle? Because the full moon is also a portal for, it can be considered a portal for death right because we're releasing and we're letting things go and so what cycles were ending for you at that time what vibrations of death or ending um you know what were you grieving over you know what did those things look like because now we're going to be revisiting some of those things on a new level with the ultimate goal of being able to release them so you know taking a look at what's been showing itself inside of work inside of your relationships inside of your health inside of your your finances inside of your families you know it all of these different dynamics playing in for you as the individual and starting to jot down some of those things that are pushing on your mind and pushing on your heart because as much as we go into a place of resistance we can't hide the the truth anymore it is bubbling to the surface and so we've been able to touch it in one way or another and being able to get those things down on paper if you wish Uh, maybe you like to journal maybe you like to create art maybe you like to do voice texts you know or or record yourself you know whatever that looks like for you getting some of these ideas down um, somewhere to review and to start to explore, uh, do some detective work on your own and setting the intentions for the things that you're ready to release and to let those cycles go. And one of the cool ways of, of doing the full moon release is to write all these things down on a piece of paper and you can 
you know, set the intention to release them by, um, you can throw them into the fireplace. If you have a fireplace, you can do a little fire ceremony for yourself outside if you like to do that in a fire pit. Um, you can even do it and, you know, get yourself a, a great big uh, metal uh, mixing bowl or, you know, something like that to put your paper in and, and light it up um, and watch it flow through the smoke up into the sky and give it to the full moon and give it to your guides, give it to God. And, you know, set that intention to put it down, to let it go and to make space for these new things that are trying to come in and to do that in the spirit of love and the spirit of light, the spirit of compassion, spirit of forgiveness, all of these things that are part of your God self that ultimately we want for ourselves, right? And so we deserve to give that to ourselves. And when we can do that, we naturally will begin the flow of giving that to others. And for each of us that can let ourselves go in this way, and we unlock our hearts on a deeper level, it vibrates so strongly out into the collective that we can start to vibrate at a higher resonance as humanity and as a planet. So I am wishing you all so much love and light uh, for this week. And um, keep tuning in. Uh, I'll be doing a special meditation tomorrow for the full moon. Uh, So come on back and take a listen. And if you need to get me for a one-on-one, you can reach out to me via my social media or come to my website at jennyisrael.com and let me know if you need a little help um, with your release process. So love you all. Blessings and light to all. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.